From Fred House Studios in Farmersville, California, it's Garbage Time Points with Mike. In California, I'm like a two. Alaska, though, I might be like an eight. And Rick. Let me get a t-shirt. Short, yeah. sweet, and slutty. <laughs> a Wizard Fart production. Uh, this is Manny Pacquiao. And now, here's Mike and Rick. All right, everybody. <laughs> How about that fancy little intro right there? Said we were gonna do one. Well, you guys did it, but <laughs> yeah, we got we had plans. Uh, we made plans to get together. Rick didn't show up. No, well, I showed up, but then I left. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, you know what? Let's just knock this out. And uh, that's what we came up with. Uh, it's different. I liked it. I yeah. thought it was good. We got Barry White. Brought him back from the dead, I think. <laughs> got him in there to do it. So, yeah, it's a little different. We're trying to adjust to that now. But um, like it, like it said, Garbage Time Points, I'm Mike. Man across the table is Rick. How you doing today, Rick? I'm doing excellent. Doing excellent? Excellent. And the uh, the guy over there who, you know, produced all that, that was Frey freaking Doe. He's he's talented. Very talented. How you doing, Fredo? I'm doing all right. Fresh balls. Fresh balls? You know, that... that uh, music video that he did that he he's posted it a couple times today, mm-hmm. um, or on Twitter and, and Facebook. Excellent job! It looked like an actual music Thank video. You. I was because like he's done you've done that a couple times, Fredo. And like I always wonder, you show me like other people's videos, and like I always just wonder, do they watch them all? Yeah, they or do say they? They do, but yeah, because the way I feel about it, it's kind of like a. Um, I don't know how I would do it, man. But, like, I, I'm sure that somebody that has an agent and they, you know, put in a good word and yeah. say, hey, check this video out. I'm sure there's an inside track to it. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he like I said, like, it looked like a music video, like an actual music mm-hmm. video. And it looked clean. I could be your agent, man. Like, call me Marv Goldbaum. Uh, only, only if you call me and tell me, or wait, so I can yell at you and say, show me the money. Is that how it works? Is that not how it works? I, yeah, that's how it works, okay. Fredo. <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> is, is that how it works, Mike? Yeah. Mike? You can follow us on Twitter, at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael, double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Reposa, and I have zero. Also, be sure to go to uh, Facebook, search Garbage Time Points, like that page, share it with your other friends. And then while you're at it, click on over to gtppodcast.com. While you're at it. Take a look at uh, you know our webpage that we probably should focus on next and turn into something. But, uh, you know, we have our, our NFL draft ticker, Fredo. Yes. I mean, sorry. <laughs> ticker, ticker. <laughs> oh, hey, ticker, ticker. Hey, whenever we go to it, we got to just get that kid clip. Yeah, can ticker, we, get, ticker. Yeah, we can get that at some point, Fredo? But uh, <laughs> countdown to the uh, start of the NFL season. What do we got? 92 days, 11 hours, 59 minutes, and 15 seconds. All right, that's our, that's our black, <laughs> I can't even say that. I almost said black clock. <laughs> you did say that. You wanted to. Yeah. Show us what's up, what's up with our white clock. <laughs> the NFL draft is in 15 days, 21 hours, 9, 18 minutes, and 58 seconds. NBA draft. And I just want to add, if you follow Mike's instructions by liking our page, sharing our posts, Hashtagging our 
GTP podcast, you will be automatically entered for a free package of fresh balls. Yeah. Well, no, did anybody even do it? I think Matt. I News, think Matt like News, two people did. Matt News is in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, he's got two entries, and uh, we got one other entry from somebody I don't know who. So Matt, your odds are really good right now. <laughs> he needs some fresh balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, get on that. Just share whatever yeah, you can you share. Know. You know, hashtag GTP podcast. Uh, you know, then we'll give you some fresh balls. Yeah. It's hot. It's a hundred degrees outside right now. At least here it is. GTP. We'll give you fresh balls. Yeah. 100 degrees outside. You need to slather some fresh balls on your balls. Some fresh balls on your balls. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whose annoying laugh is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, have you seen Water Slide Jesus? Water Slide Jesus? Yeah, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Fredo, show him Water Slide Jesus. There you go right here, Rick. Look. Tell me if you think this is what's going on here because... Go out and check it out first while we show Rick this video. Press pause. Go check it out. I don't know what's going on here, but it's really taking a long time for him to play this. I think it's because Rick's on the wall. Oh, here we go right here. Here we go right here. Here we go. Press play. I saw this guy. He slid across the whole thing. Yeah. You couldn't even wait to watch the video. You just had to say it. Like, he slid across the whole thing. I said it. Yeah. Simpsons did it. So what What do you, what do you think he did, man? Because that's, that's impressive. Like, I don't, I don't know what he did there. You think he has something hard on his back? On his back? Something slippery? He has buns of steel. No, but like, you can have something slippery on your back, but there's no way that he's not going into the water. Like, he stayed on top of the water. He he was gliding. Yeah. Maybe. And and like, he did that cool little kick up, like a pop up uh, slide. Pop up slide, yeah. I just wish, I want to know how he did it, man. (laughs) I'm curious. Just try to call him. Can you all? Well, you're you're our you're our guy to try to get a hold of him. Is is that is his video right there? Him? Is that him? Nah, that's not him. Is that him? <laughs> I mean, you could always send him a message. <laughs> is that you in the yeah. video? Yeah. You could send him a message. Yeah, yeah, just send him a message. Can we have an interview with you? <laughs> and if it's not him, he might get mad. Well, I mean, if even if it's not him, he could just be like, "Well, I know the guy," or like he saw him and said like he had nothing on his back or anything. Or like I could that. just say, "Just pretend it's you." Pretend it's you. Pretend, <laughs> make believe. Did that on the webpage? Did that say cute animal fascists? What? No. Did it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it. <laughs> it was that question mark. I was like, "Geez, Fredo, <laughs> cute animal fascist." Oh man. <laughs> Good job, Fredo. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. Anything anything good you guys want to talk about? There's just like nothing really going on right now. Oh, Apple Apple's coming out with new computers. Oh, t- Tech Talk. Yeah. Already. You know, you know That's the, ex- the end of the show. You know the, <laughs> you know the extent of the Tech Talk that me and Fredo just had. I think I think you might have uh, been out of the room, but uh uh Fredo. Ah, yeah. Very calmly like no, out of nowhere too, and it wasn't even on topic. Anything oh no, 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 we it was because about. I had it on my notes. This is toys connected to Wi-Fi. How safe are you? Because they're talking about little kids' toys, how they're all getting connected to Wi-Fi, and it's insecure. Or insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to be attached to this Wi-Fi. <laughs> Am I good enough to be? <laughs> anyway, it's vulnerable to like security hacks and whatnot. So. 
And then, and then didn't you turn then, around and ask I sp- me? Yeah, I turned around and asked you. But you didn't tell me that that was written on there. You no, just I did Because like, I just glanced at it yeah. and then it just popped in my we head. We were talking about something unrelated to it. And like he, he's just like, hmm? hmm? And like he slowly turned towards me and he asked me if I, if I thought that there would ever be uh, sex toys connected to a Wi-Fi. I came in, I came in to, the, to, the, to the butt plug deal, the yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. And I told them, I told them there already was. They, they, like it's it, they have it out there. It's connected to your phone, and like the, you insert it into your partner, and uh, you can control it. And give it a little yeah. plus, plus or minus. Yeah. So that was our that was our tech talk. <laughs> techie techie. Yeah. Add a little excitement. <laughs> was that your Macho Man impression? Yeah, it was. It's not I was very good. I think of someone to say catchy, but no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather stay quiet. Uh. <laughs> it's for the best. Plug into a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead of snapping to a slim jim. Why are you doing that with your arms though? When you did the impression, he did that like because I gotta get that little macho <laughs> that flex. That's how I get the <clears throat> into my voice, man. Look at his chichi's hard when he does it. It was nice. It makes me feel macho. <laughs> It didn't look much. Yeah, it wasn't much at all. <laughs> I don't know if, if I mean, I don't know. That looked more like uh, a gamer who has a bad temper trying to break their controller. <laughs> like, that's what it looked like, like, like yeah. A gamer who wants to punch his monitor, but he doesn't want to because it's so expensive. Yeah, I've had that feeling before. <laughs> so, wait, that's a, that's like experience, right? So, yeah, he yeah. just spoke from experience. So you've almost you've you've done that. You've like had to stop yourself from Playing doing that before, wow. Fredo. Playing wow. You yeah. shadow box with the screen. <laughs> just like, I'm gonna break you. Yeah. Check this out. Peep this. Yeah. Okay, we're watching the guy. Oh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Whoa! Just give it right. Hook. What did he do wrong? All he did was pull his gun out. I think he got shot. Yeah, he got killed. Oh my oh, gosh! Wow, dude, who does that? Wow. Yeah, I'll share that on our website. Yeah, you gotta see this. It's called "Dude Smashes Screen While Playing CG CSGO." Yeah, Counter Strike. So pretty much he was like trying to <laughs> trying to snipe somebody and so, then he just gets sideswiped with the bullet and dies yeah. and gets all pissy. So Fredo so Fredo had seen that video, went to give his his monitor a right hook and said, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then a flashback to when he punched the tree and broke his hand. Yeah, I could, that's, what I was, that's what I was just about to say. Like I've never seen I've seen Fredo mad. I've seen Fredo I mean, I guess Fredo's we could say sad. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we say it. When Fredo gets drunk, sometimes he likes to slap people. <laughs> so, like, hey, I've I seen keep my strong, I've baby. seen Fredo mad, and I've seen Fredo slap, and I've only seen him throw a punch once and slap my monitor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drunk. Dude, his little yeah. slap. The only punch I've seen Fredo throw is he punched a tree. And yeah, that wasn't that. No. He, I lost. He was on, and and when he did that, he wasn't even mad. It wasn't mad. We had was, a, yeah, it wasn't a yeah, bad drunk. We'd had a couple beers and like 
I don't remember exactly what happened, but we were just outside and Fredo punched a tree. Fredo's on the ground like, oh, my hand. I had a couple beers too. But but the, but that doesn't mean that what I said I didn't really actually believe. Cause yeah, you were trying to be a fucking doctor. No. You're like, here, here. Shake my hand. Squeeze it. No, I, no yeah. you're good. Yeah, I said, I said squeeze my hand. And Fredo squeezed my hand. And I, there was some strength to it, so I said, oh, you're good, man. <laughs> Don't worry and about it. And you proceeded to pick me up with that hand. Rub some dirt <laughs> <Yeah>. on it. <laughs> but see, here's, but here was my point. You were good because they didn't give you a hard cast. They gave you a soft cast. Yeah, because well, I just fractured. It was a fracture. Yeah. So you could have just went went about life and it would have yeah, ended up the same a, way. Yeah, I would have had a fucking claw. No, no, yeah. you wouldn't have. It, had a, it would have a chance to heal. It would, have, it would have gone perfectly around your mouse finger. I would have waved like this. Yeah. Your mouse finger. <laughs> That's your mouse finger, dude. It worked out just fine. It would have given you per, like I a, would have had to get a special keyboard, man. <laughs> you could be Stephen Hawking. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. What, what what's wild about wow. that? Wow. Stephen Hawking keyboard. Does he even like? Can he even move his hands? I no. How does he? How does he, he drive he, himself? He mind then? talks. Oh, he drives himself with like his mouth or something like that. Yeah. But but okay, but he he, he a tube or something. Yeah, he does that thing where he like looks at the screen and types and whatever. That too. And that could have been Fredo. He mind talks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> But that was the best though, Tom. And his hand wasn't broken. Because he my head. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. You're good. I don't know if, like, I actually did really believe that for the longest time. That that's that's how you could tell if you broke your hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you had strength in it, you were still good. Or maybe I just didn't want to go. I mean, to the... it's it's one of the tests. Yeah. One of because when when you went into the doctor. And they said, Fredo, what, what did they do? Did they just look at your hand and take an x-ray? Did they say, can you squeeze my hand? Yeah, but his hand hasn't even... And then had... they applied pressure to the different bones. Yeah, but did they ask you to that. squeeze their hand? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. I broke my, I broke my finger. <laughs> uh, the best part, dude. The best, yeah. best part was like, the doctor was like, so, how'd you break your hand? Did you punch a wall? Was it because your girlfriend? I'm all, no, I punched a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was drunk. He's like, that's a new one. <laughs> I punched a yeah. tree. I remember when Rick broke his hand because I was like, squeeze my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't find yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of a soft, <laughs> soft grip. So I was like, you know, let's get you to the doctor, Rick. <laughs> but first, use your other hand. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> hey, uh, Rick. Yo. <laughs> Do you have a cute animal fact for us? Hold on. You know Just what? say yes or no. Yes. Okay. Okay. Before, before you tell us this cute animal fact. Yes. Let me let me play something for you. Yes. Yes, play it for me. Yes, play it. Ha, 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 ha.
That was perfect. Perfect. So go ahead, Rick. What do you got for us? Um, in honor of it actually being the first official Rick's Cute Animal Facts, I just had to pull out the cutest. Um, so it, this is it. Uh, an eagle can kill a young deer and fly away with it. <laughs> the cutest. <laughs> so Bambi, be on the lookout. You just, <laughs> just swoops. I mean, I guess that's cute. <laughs> he's got to eat. Is it cute he's, because it's a, a young deer? And he's feeding his babies. Bob Quiz. What sound does a hawk make? They like screech, don't they? I'm asking animal expert. Really? Animal. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I just got cute animal, animal facts. <laughs> I just like cute animal facts. Next week's, I promise, will be adorable. Like super cute. Super. Like I have to like, make up for it. I'm kind of sad. This week. I'm trying to. Yeah. See, it screeches. It screeches. But, like, oh, man, this is kind of, like, depressing, though, because I'm just trying to picture cute, like, deer prancing through the, through, like, the thick of the forest. Like a Disney one with the big eyes. Yeah. And then. Maybe a couple spots. And then you hear that sound. What was it again, Fredo? Uh Oh, you already got rid of it. (laughs) Yeah. That deer, that deer heard the sound of a kitten meowing. Water slide Jesus. Cute kitten sound. I got a cat this this uh, on on Thursday. Adorbs. I'm pretty happy with it right now. It's a pain in the ass. What's the name? Oh, I named it Lucy. Lucy? Yeah. Why Lucy? Because in case it turned out to be a little biatch, I can just call it Lucifer. It'd be like <laughs> short for it. And then like also for when I get home, it'd be like, Lucy, I'm home. You know, something, something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That's why right That was my reasoning. <laughs> into the minds of my gas bar. Yeah. That's my reasoning behind it. So that's why <laughs> I did it. Make sure like, you keep her away from hawks. <laughs> It'll take her. Yeah. I mean, they take deer. I mean, they can take a yeah, dog. Yeah, they take that. There's a story. Hawk. You ever hear that story that, uh, an eagle, uh, by the way. Who was it? Who, who was it that told the story? Some rapper told the story about, like, they had this oh, family. Oh, Big Boy. Dog. Yeah, Big Boy. He had that. The uh, the family dog that everybody loved and adored, and then they let ended up letting it outside, and a hawk came down and scooped it up and flew off with it. <laughs> Badass hawk. Yeah. But next week's will be super cute. I'll have to correct the other way. It'll be adorbs. Everybody's heart will melt. Don't so, worry. So we didn't we didn't show you that. That was the whole plan. Yeah. You know, uh, that was adorable. Yeah. Thank you. What do, you. do you think that works? Yeah. Because we loved it. Perfect. We loved it as soon as we were done with it. We were like, Perfect. you know what? This is our best work right here. Yeah. Perfect. I think what kills me is a little dog barking. <laughs> 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 That's like the best part for me is just that. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on. Uh, Let's go ahead. We gotta we gotta call in our our uh, resident asshole, uh, Mike Bart News. 
Mike bring him in and have a little talk with him because I, I do have something to talk with him about. So let's go ahead and get him on the line right now and uh, and get this thing started because I got some beef to pick with him. You got some beef to pick with him? Yeah. Some steak, some tube steak? Yep. Squeeze it. <laughs> Is your hand broken? <laughs> Every time I... Every time I answer the phone, you guys are giggling. What's up? Well, because we have to, we have to like fill in the air, you know. Because the phone is ringing, we don't have that, we don't have that type of fancy equipment that doesn't allow the uh, ringer to be heard over. So we oh. have to, you know, say some stuff as dumb as it is, just to, you know, try to cover it up a little bit. Shut up, man. We bring you on the show. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here this week. I think this is going to be a great week of a uh, riveting podcasting. Yeah, I, I I sure hope so because the start of the show's kind of sucked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know why it sucked, guys? Because I wasn't on it. So now let's get to business. Yeah, we got you here. I'm kind of offended by that because my cutesy wootsy fact is on there. Oh well, we'll, <laughs> we'll let people to be the judge of that. <laughs> but so yeah, man. Uh, last man standing, Mike Bart, Matt Matt <clears throat> Matt News yes. is out of the running. Yep, Matt Matt News has uh, officially uh, retired. Hey guys, you mind if I play a little song uh, just to commemorate this moment for Matt? Uh, have at it. All right. This better be. All right, enough of that. Hey, look, I've been telling you guys for the longest time that he just couldn't hold up to my level of news-breaking ability. He can't hang with me on the radio. He can't hang with me in fucking life, and he quit the show. I'm the last man standing. I am the sole news source for the Garbage Time Podcast universe, motherfuckers. Read him a week, baby. Woo! (laughs) Yes. Wow. Excellent. And we had, and That's conviction right there. Yeah, and we had some time to think about that. And, uh, you know, we were considering just shutting down this whole thing altogether involving you because what what, what good would it do just to have you on here? We, you well, by, you by mean, yourself, you're okay, but, I mean, you with well, somebody I looked else. At the, well, I looked at the rating breakdowns, and the ratings when I'm on by myself are a lot higher than whenever other people are on. Mm. Well, I'm kind of hoping that uh, – we could even boost it up a little bit more because I've listened to you for the past couple of weeks talk about how great and awesome you are, and I think you need a little competition up in this place. So we scoured no, the no, earth. No. We scoured the earth to find somebody who we thought was worthy enough to step onto the mic with you and who, challenge who you. The f- <clears throat> who the fuck would even in their right mind come onto this show and try to challenge me in breaking news for the for the GTP universe? Well. You're about to find right, out right, right hold, now. Hold on, guys. Hold on. You, you, you guys have asked me to uh, – because I know you wanted to bring me in here. wanted it to be a big surprise, but you know, have me not talk and, and bring me in. But, man, I just – I can't listen to Mike talk anymore. Wait, Who the fuck I'm sorry. Is I, can't, I can't sit back. <laughs> I, I got to let you know, I, today I have watched the president of the United States, Donald Trump, speak, and Mike is still the dumbest guy I've listened to all day. <laughs> well, so – 
So I, I couldn't show it up anymore. If, if you want to go ahead and officially introduce me, go ahead. But I, I just had Mike. Just shut up for a second, man. Just shut up. Do I even need to the, really introduce you to to Mike? Because I think he knows who you are. Because uh, he cowered a little bit right there. Usually Mike's. Quick. I, yeah. I did not cower. I was just letting this little shit machine get his fucking words out. <laughs> so for you people that don't know, this guy right here, his name is Joe. Joe, uh, how do you know Mike? Um, we are technically uh, related by blood. Um, I believe that makes us family. Um, okay. We are cousins. In fact, I- I'm the the younger, bigger cousin. Younger, bigger I'm cousin. The only, I'm the only cousin he hasn't fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking speaking of gay sex, Joe, why don't you do the people a favor? And pretend this is your grinder profile and tell the people a little bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, my, I'll, I'll actually read it straight off of my grinder profile here because I have that in front of me. I was looking for some suitable life partners as we were uh, just sitting here waiting. Sounds good. Uh, Joe out here in Missouri, I do want to thank you guys for having me. Spent about six years in the radio business. Um, have left it for the last three years doing insurance work now for the great company of USAA. Um and now I'm sitting here on a podcast listening to Broke Ass Mike and just got done watching wrestling, so ready to get at it. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Great. Uh, another wrestling fan, that ought to make uh, Stephen Cooper really fucking happy. Yeah, he didn't like that at all. <laughs> he said less wrestling, and I'm, I'm sitting over there like, no, we need more wrestling on this damn show. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You just can't get well, enough. Uh, no such thing as too much. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, Joe. I'm uh, I will be a uh, Stephen A. Smith, and uh, you're Max Kellerman. Uh, you know, I prefer the uh, "you can be Brett Favre and I can be Aaron Rodgers" analogy because you're old, fat, and slow, and uh, they brought in somebody better to replace you. Oh, wow. fire already! Hey, I'm hey, liking hey, this. Mike Bart News is playing for the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> and, and whenever he went to the Vikings, he beat the Packers. So. Well, yeah, and then he got his ass kicked by the Saints. Doesn't make you a success. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of football, Mike, I got, I got to, I got to keep this up with you, man, because we had a little something going on on Twitter, a little Twitter beef, a little Twitter war about Colin Kaepernick. Correct. I want you to tell the people why you don't think Colin Kaepernick is one of the sixty-four best quarterbacks in the world. Right now. Uh, okay, that's not what I'm saying. That I'm not is what saying you're saying he's not one of the best. No, you're, you're trying to put words into my mouth. Different than what you put into your mouth, you're trying to shove words <laughs> into my mouth. Food? What I'm saying is, is that he is not worth what he is asking, or else he would be on a team. And the Seahawks, specifically, they needed a veteran backup for Russell, Wis- well, Russell Wilson. I almost said Russell Westbrook. Yes, you did. Russell Wilson. You're shook. And... Right. Well, they they needed an experienced backup. He would have been perfect for them. He'd be perfect for that offense that they run. And clearly, they did not think that he was worth what they were what they were offering him. So they went ahead and went with uh, Austin Davis. I think he was bagging groceries a couple weeks ago. That's what this guy's career has come to. And you know, it it would be foolish of me to say that his political stance that he was doing last year had absolutely nothing to do with it. Any team that he's going to, he's going to be taking a little bit of baggage. And 
teams like their backup players, and that's all he will be for any team other than like if the Browns decide to get him. But for any other team out there, he's going to be the backup, and backup quarterbacks need to just blend in with the furniture and shut the fuck up and take $700,000 as opposed to he's probably wanting a couple of million dollars and he's going to look to go to a place to where he can become a starter. And Seattle's not that place, and a lot of teams are not that place. I, I guarantee, though, Mike, this whole thing is going to be overcome um, the middle of training camp. Some team's going to go ahead and offer him a one-year deal at the league minimum. He will get desperate enough to take that deal, and, and all this will blow over. But until then, it's this, oh, poor Kaepernick, oh, poor Kaepernick, he doesn't have a job. Look, nobody deserves a fucking job in the NFL. Nobody deserves it, okay? He's lucky to be there. So he needs to just shut up and accept whatever job comes his way in a couple of months. I don't understand how you can look at it like that, man. First of all, let's just get this out of the way because you keep saying probably wants a lot of money, probably wants a lot of money. The guy has come out himself and said, his agent has said, they're not looking for starter money. They're not looking for the big payday. Go check his Twitter timeline. He's retweeting all these people saying the same thing. He's not asking for it. Well, that's what he's saying in public, but that doesn't mean what that's what he's saying in a meeting with the coaches. Then why aren't, Dude. These, why aren't, these, why aren't these owners coming out and saying he's asking for too much money? Nobody's coming out and say that, and it's the NFL. People are quick to jump out there and say that they're asking for too much money. It's what they do. It's what we have Twitter for. It's what they have ESPN for. They're going when's out there the, and they're, and when's they're the, know. When's the last When's the last time you saw a general manager go on to Twitter and say, I didn't hire him because he wanted too much money? Do you, what, do you believe uh, Adam Schefter and, like, Mort and all those guys when they come out with their sources say – because these are the guys that would, these are the guys these are the guys that would come out and tell you that that he, that him and his agent are asking for too much money and they want to start and th- there has been nothing from these guys that have said that Pete Carroll just said that he is going to be a starter in this league that Pete, was one of the reasons why he didn't bring him dude, in I and heard, that obviously leads people to believe that he's wanting not 10 million dollars a year but he's probably wanting 1 to 2 million dollars a year and no one is really thinking that he's worth that right you know now. Why? He's got, got a lot to prove because the last couple of years, and it wasn't just the Chip Kelly year that he played. It was the Jim Tom Sula year that he played in, and it was that last half a year with Harbaugh where everything started to fucking unravel, and he started to lose it. Let me, let me tell last you, year. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why the Seahawks didn't sign him, and then I want Joe to jump in here because I want to know what he thinks about this. The reason the Seahawks didn't sign him is because there are people on that team, and this is this is out there right now. This is out there. There are people on that Seahawks team who do not like Russell Wilson. You bring in a guy like Colin Kaepernick, who's capable of 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 being the starter for a football team and taking over that job from him. Not saying he's going to go in there and do it, but like if he ever started struggling and whatnot, he's capable of stepping in there and holding it down, especially with that defense and uh, the weapons that he has on offense. The, the people that don't like him will start chirping. The people like Richard Sherman, that defense, they definitely don't like Russell Wilson, especially after that Super Bowl. So you can't bring in a guy like like Colin Kaepernick who can step right in and do what Russell Wilson does. Then why interview him at all? Because they have to. They want it for the PR. For the look. They, they, were, looking for, they were looking for PR. Yeah, they are. They, they're not going to risk dividing their team for a PR stunt. So if that's what... Pete Carroll, and look, despite what people Pete say Carroll about Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll is that guy. Pete Carroll is that guy. He's a good fuck. He's a really good fucking football coach, and no he wouldn't divide that. his locker room. No one's no well, one's questioning that, but he did divide his locker question, room during that Super Bowl. 
he questioned or he divided his locker room with that shitty call not giving it to uh, Marshawn Lynch. Exactly. That's why he divided his. That's yeah. how he divided the locker room. That's what I'm saying. Like you, he's doing it all throughout. Joe, go ahead. What do you, what do you, what do you have on this topic, man? Because we we need to know what you think on this too. Yeah, I, I'm kind of. Uh, both ways with this. Um, I think part of it is absolutely the money. Um, even if he wants one to three million dollars, that's a little bit too much for a backup who brings a lot of baggage with him. But at the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. If it wasn't for his no stance, stance, whatever you want to call it, last year, he would have already been signed. You look at teams like the Jets, the Browns. The Texans, there's just so many teams out there who absolutely do not have a starting quarterback this year, day one, that they couldn't compete with Colin Kaepernick right now. If it wasn't for the political issues, he would have already been signed. He would have already been in New York. He would have already been in Cleveland, and he would have already been in Houston. He'd been the anointed starter. But the guy wants too much money for the baggage that he brings as as a backup. It's already been mentioned by John Mara up there with the Giants. The, yeah, Giants. Um, has specifically said he's received letters from fans begging him to not sign Colin Kaepernick. That's, that is the issue there. The NFL, at the end of the day, is a business, and we, the fans, are its consumers, and there are so many fans out there who do not want to be a part of a team that would have Colin Kaepernick on it. But You've even seen it with the Niners last year. It, fans did not agree with what he was doing, and at the end of the day, that hurts your business. Okay, one, his teammates loved him. His teammates love him. T- teammates, teammates, yes. The teammates don't buy tickets. Yeah, that's true. Very Fans true. Do. But you know, I'm just you know, added, saying saying as far as that goes, his teammates love and respect him too. Yep. Does, doesn't the whole thing with the Giants and John Mara, uh, Mara lose some credibility when they say we can't sign a guy like Colin Kaepernick because? of him kneeling during the national anthem, but we're perfectly fine keeping a wife beating kicker on because he's making kicks right now. Exactly. Absolutely. And And that is a problem because you look at a team like the Bengals who draft Joe Mixon, a team like the Seahawks. I I thought it Kaepernick would have been perfect for the Seahawks because they obviously don't care about baggage because they took Frank Clark Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. It is, you're more likely to be forgiven for beating your wife than you are for being unpatriotic with the fans that watch the NFL with the fans that watch the NFL. You're okay to beat your wife. As long as you say you're sorry and can still perform. He, Colin guys, Kaepernick guys, can I interpret did not that? Perform. Can I interpret that? He means, he means rednecks. Yes, basically. Redneck. I mean, that's what yeah, it yeah, is, right? He, he means rednecks. Yeah. Because so, it's not unpatriotic what he did. It, it, they can take it as disrespectful. I'll give him that, but it's not unpatriotic to protest. No, it's not. But that's how it, that's how it's being viewed. Yeah, exactly. He, he is a guy who, um, to put this politically correct, has kind of a beard. He is a little bit uh, darker in skin color, and he kneeled during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. So he's got an afro. What was? Yeah. What What was he being called? He He was. So when you look at what, it, Joe, it's Joe, a backlash. What What were they calling huh? him at uh, at your house? What were they saying? Um, I'm not saying I heard the word Muslim <laughs> thrown around, um, but for some reason, in, in my part of the country, Muslim appears to be a derogatory word. Um, so that was used as an insult to Colin Kaepernick. And th- at the end of the day, it's, it's all about business. If owners think that signing a guy like that 
will hurt ticket sales, will hurt viewership, they're not going to sign them because it's not worth it for a backup quarterback who is, yeah, maybe one of the best 32 in the league, but he's towards the bottom end of that best 32. If he was Colin Kaepernick of 2012, no question, he's on a roster right now, regardless right. of what he does. He, he but could, he's not that. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick of 2012 could burn the flag and shoot a veteran and then still fucking get on a team. They wouldn't care. I, I, would, I would still have bought his jersey. Right, right, right. It's call it like the fact that it's <laughs> shitty. It's shitty Kaepernick who's getting all this media attention, and no one really thinks that he's a viable uh, starter at this point. And I just don't think that's but, true, Mike. I don't think that's true. I think it's just well, based solely well, on the on the kneeling. That's it. Mike, that's what's Mike, him out of the but league. you, Mike, you, you can you keep bringing up his stats last year, but you didn't watch those games. Yes, I watched, I watched all the 49er did, games. I, I watched every single watched, 49er game. I knew you'd come around, you motherfucker. No, he, so I watched every fucking pass that he was throwing, and me and my newest arch nemesis, uh, who is on the line right now, the piece of shit that he is, we, were, we would text back and forth during these games. Mm-hmm. And the narrative among all Niner fans is that Kaepernick sucks. How are you watching the game? Right? Now? Are you watching the game with that offensive line in front of him who were letting him get beat up? So that gives you happy feet. You know so, that, right? So you, you kind of have – you feel pressure even when it's not there. So that has nothing to do with you, it? So No weapons yeah, around yeah, him? That has nothing so to do with it? Obviously, obviously, if you have the fucking Dallas Cowboys offensive line, you get a lot more leeway. But it wasn't just the offensive line. Like he was <coughs> – I just told you. He didn't have weapons around threw, him either. He he had some decent receivers. Those guys are, like Tory Smith is going to go on to Philadelphia this year, and he's probably going to have a pretty decent season. But it's not just last year. This dude this started back in 2014, uh, Harbaugh's last year. That's when it started, and it started. I I could pinpoint whenever I was like, "Fuck, Kaepernick is going to ruin everything." It was Thanksgiving 2014 against the fucking Raiders. And I'm sitting there with uh, with my wife. We're watching the game on Thanksgiving night, and she's like, "Hey, how come uh, that guy David Carr or Derek Carr every time he throws the football, those guys catch it, and it goes right to them? But when Kaepernick is throwing the football, it's like way behind him. It's over their head. It's on the ground. Like that's been happening ever since that game, and he's never gotten it back. He's sucked ever since then. The defenses have all figured him out. And Chip Kelly, people could say what they want about his offense." His offense was supposedly perfect for Kaepernick, and he just couldn't do anything with it. And, like, Nick Foles had, like, actual success in that Chip Kelly offense, but Kaepernick could not. In the yeah, Nick line, Foles had, had success with that offense until they figured out the Chip Kelly offense. It had nothing to do with Kaepernick taking Kaepernick over that job. Is, but Kaepernick is so limited in what he could do because he can't play from the pocket. He can't. And whenever the running game is, is weak, you can't rely on Colin Kaepernick. And so no team is going to take a chance on that guy who uh, brings a little bit of extra baggage and is not going to be able to get them victories. Ultimately, if they thought that like he could actually win some games, then they would bring him in. I think that's what ultimately is what it comes down to. The baggage does hurt him, but it's not going to kill his career. I, I really honestly think that he will be on a roster come opening day not starting not playing but he will be on a roster i i think and you know what guess who's also going through this rg3 he hasn't been signed by anybody right Mm-mm. but no. the guy also so has RG3. two torn acls uh yeah that, that kind of hurts his cause too well, and he's brittle he oh yeah. he constantly gets hurt 
Well, and, and Kaepernick has been injured the last couple of years too. He's had he's had some injury issues, mm-hmm. so he lost a he's ton had, of weight uh, th- in, in the offseason. I think three three shoulder surgeries um, in, yeah. in the last two years with Cap. Yeah, right. Yeah. Eh, what are you gonna do, Mike? Tomato, tomato. Am I right? No. I real real quick. I want to throw this out there. Don't be surprised if Baltimore were to sign Kaepernick in the next two months. Baltimore, you're going on record I, I with think, that, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, uh, Jim Harbaugh is still a very avid component for for Kaepernick. Um, I it would make all the sense in the world for John Harbaugh to to do that as a favorite to Jim Harbaugh. I could see Baltimore picking him up. The organization strong enough up there to where they could weather the storm. Um, and Baltimore as a city really really stands for what Kaepernick was doing because it was for the police brutality thing, and uh, that city has weathered that storm together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Baltimore makes all the sense in the world because Cap's going to go 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 in there as a backup. They pick up veteran players all the time, help them turn their careers around. Yeah, makes all the sense in the world. It does make plus, sense. Plus, Flacco sucks right now too, so I, I think yeah, that Fl- he could go in there and challenge him. Yeah, Flacco does suck. He sucks since about 2012. So 2012 was 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 the year that all this uh, downfall of the quarterback started. Yep. yep. After Flacco won the Super Bowl, <laughs> he started sucking. And after Kaepernick lost the Super Bowl, he started sucking. Oh, Which man. pisses me off. I wish he would have sucked before that Super Bowl. I'd have a lot less stress in my life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you realize the Super Bowl is against the 49ers, Yes, right? yes, I do know that. Okay, I do. that's the joke. And okay. that's why you were stress-sucking afterwards. <laughs> right, 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 right. You yeah. blew it! <laughs> All right, hey, let's move on from that. Uh, I think I won that. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> hey, UFC uh, 212, what do they call it? 212, 212? I don't know what the fuck these guys two, call it two, anymore. 212. Two, two, okay, two, okay. Two, Joe, you watch you watch UFC 2? 212. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a big UFC fan, but I, I've gotten out of it lately. It's just it's not worth the, the cost of admission anymore. It's yes. not worth 50, 60 bucks. This is what I've been saying um, to Mike, but Mike, uh, he, he likes to pump up these – these pay-per-views every week. Yeah, we tell him to, but, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, I can tell that he struggles with it too, but he'll never admit it. Oh, no, this, Here's the thing. This last um, pay-per-view was, uh, I, I was, I did not, uh, watch the whole thing. I, I, uh, earmuffs to the, uh, to the GTP nation. I, uh, illegally downloaded it on Sunday morning when I woke up and I, uh, I watched the fights that I wanted to watch and that was it. Wow. Yeah. It's, there's there's one fighter who's worth the cost of paying pay-per-view prices for in the UFC, and he's not even fighting in the UFC anymore. He's gonna go off boxing, so yeah, it's just not worth it. Um, it's become watered down like boxing has. Um, I, I was listening to uh, you know an older show of your guys's, mm-hmm. kind of getting ready, doing some research. Yeah, yeah and Mike already touched base on it a little bit. There's so many titles out there. Um, there's two or three guys in each division who are worth anything, and they never fight each other. It's just not worth sixty bucks. So, if there's a good fight, I'll watch it later and I'll enjoy it just as much if I was watching it as it happened. But not worth the cost of sixty bucks anymore. So, uh, nobody... so now that we buried, uh, now that we buried the pay per view, can I talk about it? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. So, in uh, in the main event, uh, Max Holloway uh, defeated uh, Jose Aldo for the featherweight title for the fake featherweight title uh, a by paper TKO. Champion. Right, by TKO in, in round three. It was a really good fight and it had a surprise ending. I think everybody going into that fight would have uh, had 
Jose Aldo favored and uh, Max Holloway. He had lost the first two rounds and then going into the third was behind, started showboating, showboating and knocked him down and, uh, and hit him about 50 times, I would say. And then the referee came in and stopped it. And, uh, yeah, now he's the new uh, featherweight champion. And it looks like he's probably going to be fighting uh, Frankie Edgar uh, towards the end of the year. So I think this is a good thing for the featherweight division. Um, since McGregor is out, he's, uh, he's going to go play, uh, play boxer or something like that and even if he does come back he's going to be fighting in the lightweight division so um this uh will set up a lot more challengers and max holloway he's a he's an exciting fighter he's a really good fighter so um i'm looking forward to it was that it mcgregor may never fight in the ufc again he's going to make 70 million off that match with mayweather he may never fight in the ufc again there's no no reason for him he has to come back for one more fight with diaz right i mean like there's no avoiding that he has to do that um, I don't think I don't think he wants that again, um, honestly, because those two fights he took beatings in both of those fights. So nobody had ever put a whooping on him the way that Diaz did. So I, I don't know that he wants to do that again. I, I think that he goes and he cashes out with uh, with Mayweather. But if you look at McGregor, he is Mayweather esque in the way he spends his money. So you'd be surprised at how fast a guy like McGregor can spend seventy million dollars. And once he goes in there and gets totally fucking ripped to shreds by Mayweather, he will have no other choice but to come back to the UFC. So, you know, he may not fight this year, but I could see him fighting again in the next couple of years. But I I think that the UFC should really move on and stop even considering him a part of their roster at this point. Yeah. It's, it's, I just don't, I just can't get over it, man. I can't believe that this is probably going to happen. This is probably going to happen, and it's the worst thing that can happen. It's gonna happen. It, yeah, it's it's gonna be Ali Anoki. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and except for like, no, this is this is actually it's just the rules are gonna be just boxing rules. They're not gonna have some kind of weird ass rule set to where like you know how Anoki in that fight. I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but no, well, Inoki, I know what people have Inoki watched. Basically, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, Bart Gunn versus Billy Bean, uh, Butterbean. It's gonna no, be a, well, so it's gonna be another yeah, Mayweather versus Ortiz. No, it's going to be Bart Gunn versus Butterbean. That's what it's going to be. Free-for-all bra. That's no, what this is. May- Mayweather didn't have the power. Well, I mean, he could probably... He put it together I'm on a guy saying... who doesn't have that that experience, man. Honestly, I, I could see it being a fake fight like uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao was. An obvious uh, fake fight. That, that could actually happen, too. Maybe somebody call Vince McMahon up on the phone and see about how to work this deal. I don't think Vince McMahon can can afford to even be in the discussion of that fight anymore. No, probably it's, not. <laughs> it's that that fight alone will make more money than WWE will make in the entire year 2017. Whoa! Yeah, well, it's going to be a big show. Uh, oh yeah. No, the uh, WWE they they gross about 150 million a year, so it'd be pretty close. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Well. I I think those are those profits are going to be really really down this year. Um, their first quarter profits were not even over a million dollars. I think um, uh, they're going to have a down year this year because of all the investments they've made in other areas. So this year will be a down year for them. I think that one pay per view alone will top what they do in the entire year. Could it have anything to do with the fact that they're putting out pay per views like uh, Extreme Rules? That's exactly why uh, it's happening. I, you know what? I I think the exact opposite with Extreme Rules. Um, when you look, when you had the pay-per-view model a couple of years ago, it would extreme rules would have been a lot worse because only about fifty thousand people are going to buy that, if that. 
um, in the model now, they already have what what is it 1.5 million paid subscribers, 1.7 maybe. Yeah. Um, they make eight bucks eight bucks a pop off of that because the other two dollars I think goes to uh, their host, the host server. So when you do the math on that, if you were doing forty dollars a pop at you know fifty thousand buys, they make maybe two million dollars in that month. Maybe, luckily. Yeah. But this way, they're they're guaranteed seven million dollars. So who cares how good the pay per view is? You already got your subscriber base. Yeah. Um, the the where the money issues are at is just all the money they've had to invest into going into the UK and bringing NXT out on the road more and having bigger contracts in NXT than they were a couple of years ago. Trying to for some reason get into India, which is one of the poorest countries in the world, they're making. <laughs> Making that a a priority right now. He's not so even that, kidding, man. Where, in yeah, India, in yeah. India, they they. I saw this thing on advice. People in India, they shit in the river. Yeah, yeah. It's gross. They uh, when when sporting events uh, outside of uh, cricket, um, sporting events, wrestling events, anything like that goes to India, they don't sell tickets because the Indians won't buy them. They they sell sponsorship and have to give tickets away. The only tickets Indians will buy is for cricket events. Yeah, nobody, so that's nobody knows it, who the fuck Jinder Mahal is over there. Hmm. Yeah, well, because he's Canadian, he's not Indian. Like, is he? I, that, I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, I he's Canadian. He was, yeah, he's, I thought he's he was from Punjab. He's Canadian. The Great Khali is huge over there. Well, yeah, he's really the tall. Great Khali is a legitimate star. <laughs> yeah, he's just tall. But he still <laughs> he still believes wrestling's real. Also, wow, he's. Yeah, he's he's got a wrestling school over in India. Um, he's a, Have you a seen legit his logo? major star over there. Great Khali's logo is a straight rip off of the WWE logo. It just has like a C that circling the WWE. Doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, <laughs> WWE rips people off all the time. Look at John Cena and Paps Blue Ribbon, uh, Dean Ambrose and Jack Daniels. Like, yeah, all all they do is just rip each other off. You know, you know who else rips people off? Mike. Because he stole my Samoa Joe uh, prediction for the Fatal Five Way at Extreme Rules. No, no, I did not rip that off from you. Totally ripped I, it off. Yeah, you know what? You know, you want to know how I know that? Because I went, I, I even went back and listened to the show last night because this is what I wanted to talk to you about. And uh, you predicted that all five people have a chance, and that you hope that they all had fun. <laughs> like that's basically I, what you predicted. Well, and then the day before. I sent out a tweet on my official Twitter account. Uh, I tweeted at the GTP show that Samoa Joe was mm-hmm. going to win. Now, did you take yeah, that news and, uh, from me? Who who texted you right before you had sent out that tweet? Oh, my source. That's right. My, I no, I did. One of my sources. I did. Did you text him with that sources. prediction? He actually got that. He he got that information from me. Um, I I noticed that betting lines were changing uh, to heavily favor Samoa Joe. Uh-huh. Wait, that happens, hold on. It, breaking, it, breaking news, breaking news. Joe bets on wrestling. <laughs> Joe bets on everything. Joe bets on everything. If there is if there is a Punjabi kid throwing a rock at a river, you bet your ass I'm going to bet on it. Wait, uh, did you just reference Million Dollar Arm? <laughs> that was a good Goddamn movie. right. <laughs> So, okay, so are we happy with Samoa Joe? I mean, I gave my reasoning last week as to why I thought he should win it, but we're happy about this, right? Like, it's it's good for the business. It's, I, I it's think the it's best good. match it just, that was out there. Yeah, I think it's good. It just depends on what they do. And because we all know what Brock's matches have been of late, 
he's either just smashing somebody in like three minutes or what happened, the stuff with Goldberg, it was really quick. So if he's going to go in and smash Samoa Joe in in three minutes, with I hope to God doesn't happen, it's going to be a disaster. They're totally going to kill Joe. Uh, Joe can't come back from something like that. All the other guys, except for Roman, could have come back from like a, a five-minute squash. I, 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 don't I don't think, think Joe I, comes back from that. I, I disagree with that. I don't think a guy like Finn Balor could have came back from that. Um I I do think Samoa Joe can, and I think the reason Samoa Joe is the best matchup for Brock right now is he gives WWE that sense of realism that they'll want. Um, if you throw Finn Balor or Seth Rollins in there against Brock Lesnar, fans are never going to buy that those guys could beat a former UFC champion in a fight. Samoa Joe is a big bastard who hits hard. He's physical. Fans would buy that Samoa Joe could take Lesnar in a fight. And that's why they're doing it. Yeah, I'm not arguing. The, the build-up's going to be great. I'm not arguing against that. I'm arguing against what I hope the outcome isn't yeah. going to be, and that's him getting smashed in under five minutes. And if, if they Seth, have Seth another... Rollins, Seth Rollins could get smashed. He's bulletproof at this point. I think Finn Balor could get smashed in under five minutes because he's you know 178 pounds or something like that. He's always going to be the underdog anyway. Samoa Joe is just he's, he plays a big bad motherfucker, and as soon as you lose that, they're never ever going to buy him as a bad motherfucker again. So I I, I just hope that they don't do that. It seems like with the buildup that they've done the last couple of days, that they're not going to go in that direction with with the match. But then again, I didn't think they were going to do that in the Randy Orton match either. I thought Randy Orton and him would have a competitive matchup. But I, I'm okay with this whole thing as long as the match is competitive. Obviously, Brock's going to win. They're not going to let Joe win at this point. But the match has to be competitive. If not, then they just totally fucking blew it with Samoa Joe. Yeah. Yeah. This, this should be Brock's best match since he since probably the Taker match at Hell in a Cell a couple of years ago. It should be his most competitive match since then. Well, I hope so. Well, uh, anything else good on the card you guys liked? Uh, I don't. Other than that, I mean, I wasn't too impressed with the card itself. Uh, it was it was kind of sad watching um, the Hardy Boys try to climb climb the uh, steel cage. That was kind of sad. That match, me. that match was ridiculous. How the fuck are they going to do that stipulation where both of them have to go out and then Jeff leaves the cage and then all of a sudden he goes back in and was like, oh, he has to again go outside the cage again before they can win the match. That whole thing got well, fucked. Let's talk about the fact that Matt Hardy didn't realize there was a door in the cage until the very end of the match. He had both Sheamus and Cesaro down and continued to try to climb the cage at the opposite end instead of just walking out the door. That's why I hate escape the cage matches. Yeah, we'll ignore that match and pretend like it never happened like most of WWE wants to. I I did have a lot of fun with the uh, Ambrose-Miz match. Um, Oh, yes, yes, of course. That was good. I didn't have high expectations from it. But, man, The Miz is just the most underappreciated wrestler in WWE right now. Not saying he's a, you know, a, a top-of-the-card main eventer right now, but the guy just finds a way to deliver, and he's probably better on the mic than just about any heel out there. And that match was really good. Once they move Ambrose on from The Miz, I think The Miz is going to create another mid-card star because um, he can get people over and he can really build somebody up. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they get that they're giving him this run again, man. Uh, he does good work, and uh, you know reward him with it. I mean, he's great on the mic, like you said, great on the mic. Uh, especially after yeah. those promos with uh, Daniel Bryan, like that guy was was made for the push, man. So I'm he's happy that he's getting yeah, his chance. 
it really, uh, for me, with the Miz, his career turnaround, because they tried to make him a face for a long time, and it made no sense, because people don't want to like that guy. He's, yeah, he's a good asshole. Miz, and he's, yeah, it his career turnaround really goes back to uh, the AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho feud, when people just weren't getting behind it with Chris Jericho being the heel. People just wanted to like Chris Jericho still. So they had to bring the Miz in and do Miz TV with those guys to get people to hate Chris Jericho. And you could really see the Miz's career turning around on that segment. It's been a two-year build for him, and it's he's been great in that mid-card. Hopefully one day we get some sort of payoff with the Miz and Daniel Bryan because his yes kicks are surprisingly getting better. And he even delivered Daniel Bryan's running knee in that match to to help set up the win. Yeah, and uh, Mike, you had a complaint about the way they're they're going about it with Bailey, don't you? Uh, yeah, they just you know they totally just killed her as a babyface. They just make her look stupid and weak, and you know she was super over in NXT, and I really thought she had to be. Uh, she had the opportunity to become a huge star on the main roster, and they just totally have killed her off in the last couple of months. It's just kind of kind of disappointing. Like, I wasn't the hugest Bailey fan, but I, I, you know, Fredo was there with us live in uh, San Jose whenever she was, like, the most popular person on that whole card. And uh, people really gravitated towards her. Little kids gravitated towards her, and they really could have done something nice with her. But instead, they just killed her off, and now they're just moving on to the Nia Jax feud, which nobody wants to see. So yeah. I, I, really thought, I really thought they just could have kept her strong and kept the title on her. Yeah. So, Kind of just left her out there floating for now. All right, man. Well, I let you guys talk for long enough. Uh, damn, you guys talked forever. You guys have any parting words for each other or the people out there? Uh, yeah. You know, I just wanted to say, to Joe, uh, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> if if you could ever find it, we'll we'll talk about that. But uh, before I get off here, I want to thank you guys for having me on. Um, some parting you- predictions. Uh, Lana debuted on SmackDown tonight. They announced Lana versus Naomi at Money in the Bank. Uh, Lana's definitely going to win the women's title there. And expect Sami Zayn to walk away with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, wow. Sami Zayn. That's a, yep. That made That's Fredo's little teeny get hard because he's a, he's a Sami Zayn guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is he going to yeah, be it, one of those guys? It'll be Sami Zayn. Um, and then exp- I, I would say Sami Zayn will cash in at WrestleMania because Roman's going to win the Royal Rumble for the Raw side. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Nakamura at WrestleMania for the title. Oh man, I mean, I'd much you rather see him and AJ. Yeah, I'd rather see him and AJ, but you know, I'll be I'll be all right with that. Yeah, yeah, they're they're going to try to recapture the NXT magic that they had. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Well, that's good right there. So that's what we got. Sami Zayn winning it. Fredo's nipples are hard now. And hmm. uh, Mike, you didn't leave us with any good predictions. I think you're 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 shook now. We got someone here who, who can compete with you, and uh, I don't know. We might be seeing the end of Mike Bart. Oh, Mike Bart is never going away. Hey, so uh, are we going to start calling Joe Morning Joe now that I'm um, I'm Mike Bart or no? You see, <laughs> you see, I was going to call him that, but I I couldn't tell who wrote it. it doesn't it didn't say who wrote it? And uh, if he didn't come up with it, I'm not going to call him it. It's a whole well, different. No one. I didn't come up with my own nickname, so why should he come up with his? <laughs> What? That just happened, man. That just happened. That 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 just happened, man. So if he comes up with something that he wants us to use, if not, he's just Joe. And you know, I'm good with Morning Joe because the best way to start your day is with a cup of Morning Joe. Oh, there you go. We're gonna end it on that note right there. All yeah, right, here's a cup of shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks for joining us. Right, and, uh, I'll get All in contact right, with you guys so we can do this again, yeah? Yep. All right, Maybe. guys. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks a lot, Joe. Yep. Bye. Oh, I ran a little long, but that was good. Woo! Good information right there. Joe might bring a little bit of competition for Mike Bart. What do you think about that? He's going to have to bring his A game. Yeah. Because he was just sliding through the past couple of weeks. He was just like, this is my show now. Yep. I'm running things <laughs> in my own little segment. Spot. I'm here. Yeah. I, I just like looking over and seeing Rick just shopping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I've talked to, you know, I tell, I've talked to Mike about it where I kind of want to st- stay out of it now because that's just a lot of voices. And so, yeah. you know, stay out of it and just kind of enjoy, enjoy listening to it like I'm, you know, a listener. But sometimes you got to jump in, man. You got to jump in and, uh, you know, <laughs> what if I say, what if I say something dumb? What if they say something dumb? You're like, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. I wasn't. You got some quick hits for us, Rick? I got a quick hit. You got a quick hit? <laughs> I got a quick hit. <laughs> All right, what you got for us? Um, are we ready, Fredo? Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, the Jets release, linebacker Devin Harris and wide receiver Eric Decker. And in Florida, a man was arrested for assault with Taco Bell burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Like threw the burrito at somebody. Uh, he beat him with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just slapping it on his cheek. Kept slapping him with it. Cool. Cavs. Cavs down two zero, man. Cavs oh. down two zero. Can they do it? Can no? Can they? Can I they think it's going to be a sweep. No. Oh. Do, do you agree with Paul Pearson that uh, Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA? No, I think. From Paul Pierce, that's just sour grapes because he had the rivalry with LeBron and he guarded like he was he was supposed to be the LeBron stopper and LeBron you know what was it fifty six in that game six and yeah took out Boston and I mean he he he's hurt he's got yeah. some hurt feelings I just find it ridiculous that people are like jumping on board with it yeah and he's a new he's new at this so he's trying to make his name he's trying to throw those hot takes he oh, yeah. just retired so. I think he's just trying to be, you know, that 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 controversy stirrer upper, you know, where he just kind of gets. You like that, right? Controversy stirrer upper, <laughs> stirrer upper, <laughs> where he just kind of, you know, says some shit and just sees what happens, and you know, maybe it's not the smartest thing to do when you're first doing it because you want to have a little bit of credibility in what you're saying, but uh, maybe he doesn't care about that, so yeah, maybe. It just doesn't make any sense to me that he would say so. I just enjoy the fact that like everybody else, uh, who was on that set with them, hold up, hold up, hold up, yeah, like nobody wanted to touch that because they're just like, dude, you're stupid, Paul. That's what they were saying when they were saying, hold up, you're stupid, yeah, child. Yeah, I mean, I I I think it's just one of those uh, scorching takes to just you know kind of make a name for himself. I just I just hope it kind of follows the pattern of last year. Lead us to a game seven. If it's two blowouts early, I know it's not going to happen, no, man. But dude, we can hope. No, because basketball—it's just boring, man. This is—I'm yeah. turning off the game at, at before the fourth quarter. Even hey, starts. you gonna come to my side? Get rid of six teams. No, it'll make the league a lot I'm more. Not, I'll never come to that side. I'm going back to the Kevin Durant tw- uh, tweet where he went out there and said that all these dudes are joining other teams when they should just stay, stay firm and challenge. Like, he's the one that said it, and he gave up on it. He's a little bitch. Nah. I say whoever drafts you, you stick with them for life. Well, that's what the way it was before free yeah. agency. And nobody liked it. Yeah, because nah. then you have dynasties that you can create and you manipulate. and then For life. You have 10-year runs. Like That's how you get the Celtics. Yeah. 
Hey, Raider fans, calm down out there with this whole... Calm uh, down out yeah, there. Yeah, calm down with it, man. It's a video of OTAs, Marshawn Lynch, running through a hole where nobody's going to tackle him. Pull your tits. 30 yards. And people are just like, yeah, just Marshawn relax. is back. It's OTA. Yeah, OTAs. No pads. That's it. Gaping hole. Yeah. Chill. He's 31, what, 32 years old? 31, 32? Yeah. Retired for a year? Mm-hmm. Take it down tonight. Whoa, OTA run, cool. Stop. You guys are desperate. You're desperate. You had the team last year. Carr got hurt. I mean, you probably wouldn't have beaten the Patriots, but you were that. You had a chance. You had a chance. We're talking about practice, man. Yeah, practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we're talking about practice. You guys are silly I'm right not, now. I'm not going as, as far as that as being desperate. Drinking what I just silly think juice. is that they they brought in a guy for short yardage. I think that anybody who thinks that that's why they put no, no, such... no. The fans are desperate. Yeah, Fan, the fans are desperate for something. Oh, yeah, fa- yeah, yeah. The fans are desperate for. For that winning, you uh-huh. guys had that taste. You're like, mm-hmm. it's there. Oh, and then it got just got taken yeah. away. That rug. We jump back. A lot of fans jump back into that old mentality of like, gotta sign the biggest names now. Yeah, you know, instead of just on that you know, cusp, the process. Yeah, trusting it. You're trusting the process. Yeah, Kelvin didn't help. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can admit it myself. I was like, can they? <laughs> but no, 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 no. Smart Mike. Came back and he was like, "No, no, no, no. He's been done and his foot's all jacked up. Don't even think about it." <laughs> you got any ho- about you got hockey talk, Rick? Or no? I got a little bit of hockey talk. Get back, hockey talk. Did you hear? Did you listen to Russell to Russell and or just Russell today? No. They called it hockey talk. Did, oh my gosh! They called it <sighs> hockey talk. Now they're just doing it to rub it in your face. Yeah, dude. I mean, who says hockey talk? Where have you ever heard hockey talk? And we said it because of Elton John's Honky Tonk. Honky Tonk and Get Back, Honky Tonk. Yeah. Nowhere. The, we made it up. It's ridiculous at this point. I just, I, this is, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pissed, but whatever. We have a series, folks. The Nashville Predators won two at home to tie the series at two, two to two. Game six. Or no, wait, game five. <laughs> Gotta have that one first. Brenda just pulled up a picture of all his little selfies. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, they go back to Pittsburgh on Thursday for game five. And then Sunday for game six at Nashville. Pekka Rene has been standing on his head. Made one of the greatest saves in Stanley Cup history the other night. What do you think about that thing with P.K. Subban saying Reddy. that? Uh, I just like saying Sidney Crosby Reddy. said he had bad breath. I thought it was awesome. I, funny, I love right? it. He's like, like, I never said that. People are like, I heard a couple people kind of like, mm, he needs to, you know, stop. That's dumb. And like, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. It's funny, right? Like, P. Okay, so P.K. It's at the end of a play. PK's kind of, you know, they're kind of scuffling uh, Sidney Crosby and P.K. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looked like, you know, Sidney says something to him. And so after the game, PK goes, oh, yeah, he said I had ba- bad breath. And I was like, no, I don't. I had Listerine. I think my breath smells good. Yeah, it's funny. So, he, so he showed up to the to the arena last night with a couple bags of Listerine yeah. <laughs> and some strips. He's like, my breath smells good. Like, that thing yeah. is, just to get under his skin. Like, now he's just, like, pissed off. Sid's pissed off because he's, like, that old school, like, you know, whatever player. And, like, he's just like, okay, now he's under his skin. Mm-hmm. Listerine. We'll see how it goes, man. Yeah. It's getting very but why, interesting. But watch hockey. Hockey. Watch it. Watch hockey. It's it, it's better than basketball at this point. Did you see Charles Barkley talking about it all drunk? And he's loving talking it. Talking about hockey? 
Yeah, he was at the yeah. hockey game. It's Predators versus Praise, right? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, I got a, hey, I got one. Okay, so now whenever Fredo says a bad joke, it's what the Elton, the Elton John, little John, what? And then when he says a good one, it's okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You have to get this goes, Fredo. Or goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when it's a bad one, what? <laughs> or if it's a good one. <laughs> Which will be never. <laughs> no, if it's a bad one, that one. If it's a good one, the other one he just gave us. Which okay. Oh. Yeah, you'll find it. You'll find okay. it. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. We ran over an hour. We usually like to try to keep it underneath, but uh, Morning Joe and uh, Mike Bart, you know, they gave us some good content, so we had to stay with it for a little bit over. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it, man. I'm fine with it. It was good. I enjoyed it. Just because they hijacked doesn't mean it can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, if you want to follow them on Twitter, too, it's uh, at GetUpMike. That's for Mike Bart. And I believe it's at JoeGilbert1992. And that's on Twitter. Ooh. So go ahead and do that. Uh, I think we're going to be taking next week off because Fredo mm-hmm. is going to go be Gamer Nerd next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? that's next week? That's yeah. next he's week. He's going to go watch people play video games. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to be heading down to E3. So if you see Fredo there, be sure to give him a hug and a pat on the butt. Uh, Tell him yeah, he does nah, a good job. Skip the hug. Just give me a pat on the butt. Yeah, I'll just no pats on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> just tell him he does good at what he does. Yeah. He's really good. But we hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, you'll have two weeks to listen to this show. Two weeks and, to uh, enjoy it. Share it with your friends. And don't forget to hashtag it with GTP Podcast. For your chance to win fresh balls. I got fresh balls in my hands right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, he does. So for, and I'm uh, also holding the product. Yeah. So for Rick and Fredo, I am Mike. Uh, tune in two weeks from now, and we'll try and do better. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>